A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Here podcast. We are not in Magland anymore. We're very much back in the heart of Sunderland. Probably sounding too enthusiastic at the start, aren't I, Matthew? Considering a very flat performance from the lads tonight. Sunderland FC nil. Doncaster Rovers nil. I'm Roy Fallow with Matthew Keelan, the usual reacting duo with a lovely cavalcade, like as advertised, Matthew, wasn't it, on Thursday night? Said we would have a lot of drunken revelry, didn't we? Idiots. Yeah. We've got more idiots. We've got Chris Weatherspoon, the idiot. Did you struggle with my surname there? Well, no, I was just pausing for dramatic effect. Right, so I'm, right, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure it worked, to we be honest. Had, we had Chris Weatherspoon. <laughs> Enemy of the people now still vindicated Chris Weatherspoon. We're here with Michael Loft. Good evening. And Lewis Newton as well. Hello. So, lads, I did say, to be fair, Matthew said 6 0, and I did say we would win 2 0, but I also caveated it with. It was very much set, it was very much set up for a disappointing Limpman performance, and while maybe it's not like total fume, Chris, it's it wasn't enough tonight, was it? No, I, I think it's a bit of a it's a bit of a come down from the last couple of weeks. Um, honestly, like from my perspective, I wasn't I, I certainly wasn't too surprised, and I feel like I'm one of the more optimistic people in this room at the minute, just because I, f- I felt like. So you and Donald would disagree. Oh, I said 6-0. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. Well, I, no, well, after the fact. Now, how, how are you feeling? Well, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, to be honest, Stuart Donald would disagree with me if I said red was white, uh, yeah, yeah. so let's be fucking honest. But, um, if red was white, that's... Uh, it's late. You can't even get your metaphors right. I'm, I'm, I'm not listening to your opinion. <laughs> Mickey Love, what, what about you? Like, you're, you are actually Mr. Sunderland. You are always ever the optimist. Can you put a positive spin on tonight at all? I think over the last few months I've certainly not been optimistic um, <laughs> tonight I think my biggest criticism would be again with Parkinson he hasn't got a clue we've got to come to substitutions a lot of the time we're like Parkinson now I'm not saying that I don't like Mr Parkinson but Mr Parkinson <laughs> see, is he your English teacher now Mickey Love see I'm going the other way because Gaz F kept on referring to him as Phil the other night so I want to kind of bring a more <laughs> formal kind of element of a podcast this evening but no to be fair, say it hasn't got clues, maybe a bit harsh, but I think he just left it far too late today. I think sometimes... What would you have done earlier? So, Lafferty, I know maybe he doesn't have a match fitness, but sometimes things just aren't working. And tonight, White just wasn't working. He wasn't um, on form. He wasn't playing the way he kind of has been lately. So I just think that Lafferty, he showed some very classy touches when he came on. And I think maybe if we'd brought um, what more on McNulty or someone on a bit earlier, it might have had more of an impact. Yeah, I don't think as well... You could tell about like 15 minutes in, Maguire was going to have one of those nights, wasn't he, Lewis? Like, maybe I wouldn't have been against, to be honest, uh, Lafferty coming on 
maybe for Maguire and maybe going not 4-4-2 necessarily but you know just we're at home we're on a good run of form like why not I don't disagree with the changes that he made I thought he could have made them earlier I think Maguire wasn't having a night I didn't think Gooch was having a night Charlie White everything was just bouncing off him but we were playing hoofball against two of the biggest centre-halves in the league like it's not going to work is it you bring Lafferty on Lafferty likes to play at his feet you could see by the way he was trying to control the ball with his chest every time the ball came towards him that he wasn't going to knock it on for anyone anyway so I mean obviously you keep players like Maguire or Gooch in on, and then on the pitch because they've got that moment of like magic every now and then but I don't think I think he probably could have made his changes a little bit earlier but I thought apart from that he got them okay I just didn't think we played well to the high intensity levels but I mean I, I fume quite regularly like all the time and I was fuming about 10 minutes ago I'm yet to get through my I, I, I'm, I'm about you've had about a quarter of a pint there. I'm about to get down to half a pint and I'll be fuming again but I just think like you've got to give you've got to give them a bit of credit to be honest thought they came no no like uh, you're just shaking your head Lewis just hang on like absolutely seen off they came they've obviously watched us play in recent weeks and they came and did a job on us they they played us less than a month ago they knew what they were coming to do they came they had a game plan they stuck to it and they come away with a point like they've got a good manager Darren Moose like he did okay at West Brom he was unlucky at West Brom I thought and that and it, they've come in, and they've, they've come with a game plan. They've, they've come for a point. And they've got one, like fair play. Yeah, no, I fully agree. I mean, I, I said half time like quite a few people were like, "Oh, we're being crap, we're being rubbish," and all that. I was like, "Well, to be fair, like on the ball, we haven't been up to much. Like, I think defensively, we look quite solid." And I said at half time, I was like, "I don't think these will keep this up." Like, they were doubling up on Hume, they were doubling up on Gooch when they couldn't. To be fair, they didn't keep that up, but they did look pretty solid. Like, any time we got in behind, like their sort of halves were getting back in, they were get, they were nipping it away, and like. I agree with Matthew. I think like you have got to give them credit. I think look at like obviously we've been on a good run the last few weeks, but we've all said like the two key players were Gooch and Hume. Last week, MK Don's first half figured them out. Look, we didn't look any great shakes. Second half, yeah, like we got on top of them. They weren't able to keep it going. Gooch scored a bit of a worldie tonight. Like they they kept it going a bit longer. Like look, second half we, we were by far the better team. We were much much more on top. But I think as good as the last few weeks have been we're still like a pretty limited side and sorry Sorry. no 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 no. I was just just going to say like I think as good as it's been as enjoyable as it's been we need a bit of a plan B and like it might not be the worst thing that this has happened a week before the window shuts because let's be honest right we all know what the owner's like and I can guarantee you that if we'd won there tonight and we didn't do any business next week the excuse would be well look we'll have it We've won pretty much. We've won just about every game in January. Yeah, you similar know? to what I said in terms of the the, Bol- the Bolton game and yeah, on, on Boxing exactly. Day, I just think the difference between tonight and last week was us taking us two open goals last week. Like we didn't have them sort of chances tonight. Like the closest we came was what more and nine getting in each other's way in the last minute. And like, can, can we just have a word? Oh. You brought it was to loves handball and also doesn't he? Just thinks it's funny, doesn't he? I wish we like. Three three games. Well, actually, it started against Doncaster, didn't it? Like he's just bookended performances against Doncaster with hilarious handballs. Lewis, Lewis, you're a bit of a rag. More of more of that though. I have been quite like wanting him to kind of come out the team because I don't think he plays much football kind of thing. But no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me bring it back round. Sorry, but he's just so sick. Yeah, you better apologise. I am. Yeah, sorry. He simplifies everything, and he's just so solid in that in that central position where like. He generally, apart from like, apart from punching the ball out of the air every now and then, he does not put a foot wrong. He's like doing that, exactly. he stopped he the did, goal yeah. doing that. Like he is, I, I mean, Lynch, Lynch winds me up 
rotten because I just don't think he can be arsed whatsoever. Willis has been like superb all season, but also it's just been a rug. I think obviously we can get Bailey, Bailey right in at that left sided. I think we're, we're solid, mate. We're, like, we conceded the least amount of goals in the league. Yeah, we're solid you, 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 you're talking about defence there, Mickey. A little bit of a word for Jordan Willis as well. I thought Jordan Willis was, was excellent tonight. Like, I, I thought he was really good against MK Dons. He is he's the linchpin in that defence, isn't he? Well, he's certainly better than the actual lynch in the back four, isn't he? Um, Very good. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Willis has been absolutely um, excellent. He had a bit of a slow start when he came to the club, but he's grown into it more and more. And now the way you've seen him bringing the ball out of the back three is absolutely brilliant to watch. But I do agree with what Lewis was saying about Lynch. He particularly annoyed me at the time when we went to take a throw in and we clearly went to go and throw it to Lynch. And Lynch was like, no, nah, mate, give it to the keeper. And he kind of like didn't take responsibility and that frustrated me a little bit. We are lacking balls. We are lacking balls. I'll let you carry on, but across the pitch, we are lacking balls. Yeah, it's just, and I think Lynch as well. I know we've just praised ourselves for being too safe, but I think if you've got two of the back three centre halves that are playing it too safe, I don't think that's a really good balance. So I think that Lynch, he kind of has his default, he just puts it out of play or hacks it out of play when sometimes he's got much better options. So I think as good as it is that Willis is playing the ball out of defence really well, it's a little bit of a worry that we've got two limited footballers next to him. So let's hope that when Bailey Wright comes into the team that he can like kind of play a bit better football because when you look at that, I looked up with some stats on him the other day and he's got a higher pass completion rate than Jordan Willis and he's got um, over 50% um, like completed dribbles as well out the back from the back. So hopefully he's going to be a really good addition that he can um, bring a bit of an extra ingredient. I would, I would, I would bring Flanagan back in before, I, before I brought him. He's injured, isn't he? He's injured. He, he, but he, I would, I would bring, I would bring him back in before I brought a new signing. I thought Flanagan's been really good when he when he's played this season. I said it the other day, yesterday actually. Um, I think Willis is like arguably the the best centre half in the league. Like. There isn't a better one. Because everyone else is. He's very solid, and like he didn't again. He didn't put a foot wrong there tonight. Like, like for for me, he was probably our man of the match. Um, I, I, just, I don't see how you can criticise him there tonight. I think to be honest, I don't, like getting away from talking about that. I think like tonight, one of the things that got me like I agree with what Lewis said about the substitutes. Um, I thought he got the subs right. I thought he could have made them earlier, but I think like that's two games in a row now where Greg hasn't been on the bench, and it's. It's clear as day, like well, he's out of favour, and we're trying to get rid of him. Yeah. And I think, but but it's, just, I just think it's pretty damning. Like, if we're talking about like January transfer business and that, it's clear as day that if we don't get rid of him, we're not bringing another striker in. Uh, well, yeah, you, you look at the fact that Boyce is going to Hearts for what, like, hundred hundred fifty grand. Well, to me though, like I'm sorry, but like I would. Regardless of what's gone before, I would have Grig on the bench before McNulty. I agree. Every day I, I of the week, I'd have Grigg. I, I think, well, are, are we pretty unanimous on that? I don't understand why he's not on the bench. Like, where is he? I don't understand, and I know this isn't like about tonight, and we're reacting about tonight, but I don't understand why the games where we've been 3-0 up, 4-0 up, we're 20 minutes to go. Why is he not? Why, why haven't we been bringing him on? Like, if he's, if he's, if he's down on his luck, if he's, if he's down on confidence of that, why the hell aren't we bringing him on? And I can only surmise that it's because we're desperate to get rid of him. We're in a pretty um, unusual situation, or in the in an ideal world from Parkinson's point of view, McNulty and Grigg won't be at the club this time next week. So that's, you've got two people there in a waste. Maybe he's even a waste of a place on the bench. Not because I've got anything against Grigg or McNulty as players, 
or just simply because if your manager doesn't see you as part of long-term plans, it's really hard to motivate them to come on and make an impact on the game. It is, but it, but it is. I agree with that. But it, in terms of a Will Grigg, it could be a snap, like a snapshot goal that he gets. Like he's a goal. Well, you can laugh at this, but he's a goal scorer. Like the, the, thing, the thing about it is, so like the, the thing about it is, and like I know, like it's it's easy to dig out the transfer sort of thing, but it's just symptomatic of like the position we've got ourselves into. Like now we're sat here, we said we're going to get this sort. We said we're going to get it all sorted before the end of the window. We're not going to be scraping around in the last week. That's exactly what we're doing. And like like what you just said there, Mickey. Like, all right, okay, we'll get rid of McNulty and Grigg this week. Have we got time to get somebody in? But last, last year, we brought Grigg in at the last minute. Look how much it cost and look how that worked out for us. And the fact of the matter is, like, look, I'm not putting this on Parkinson or whatever, but we've all been seeing all window and prior to, we need reinforcements, we need things... Now tonight showed that again. We need we need a plan B, and I'm sorry, but it doesn't look like we're going to do it. Not only that, it's just it's a little bit of a worry. But let's say, for example, that they are still here, both McNulty and Grigg. How can you then go around when, like, fairly publicly, we've been trying to get rid of them? Obviously, Parks hasn't been coming out in the press and saying this, but when you kind of like dot the like the eyes and all across the T's and all that, it's pretty obvious that we're trying to get rid of them so let's say that they're still here in like a week a week and a half's time how would you then like try and get them to say alright lads can you give us till the end of the season to try and get us promoted so that's, what, that's, so that's why that's why you should be on the bench in, in the squad right? the thing as well the thing right now, Lewis, Lewis is gearing up come on Lewis what I want to kind of and I'm getting like a bit of a drum roll in the background here but in our last seven games we've bought one, one player on pretty much every time over to the day we made two substitutions Parkins is looking at his bench and he's looking and he's saying like we have, he hasn't. We haven't got on the bench what what we need, kind of thing. We haven't got anyone on the bench who's going to change the game. I know, obviously, we've got to offload players to bring players in, but if it's not about money, then why aren't we doing that already, kind of thing? You've got a boy score for 150k. Apparently, apparently, we put a 200k bid in. Like, and how's that come down to 150k? How have we dropped out the race? Like, he's someone who could potentially change our season. That kid from Bristol City who we've kind of cooled our interest in, like someone with a lot of pace. Like, that's gone. Doherty, kind of Norburn, like loads of players, like. Uh, I, I agree and I think like one of the things I've heard this week is like oh well like because I pointed out like if Gucci and Hume get knackered we're knackered people got oh well we're a league one club not many league one clubs can cope with that and like I but we shouldn't be a league one club and the fact of the matter is if we're going to talk ourselves up as like the big boys we're going to see we've got all this money and whatnot like we should have enough strength and debt like let's be honest like we've got two full back we've got two wing backs at the minute one of whom wasn't bought as a wing back and oh nine and like we talk about this on every freaking podcast he's doing great now if one of them gets injured that's our game plan out yeah, the window like, just quickly like you, you mentioned humor humor goods getting injured and that's we're knackered they were nullified tonight and we were knackered yeah, exactly. so. and, that, and, that, and that's part of the problem and like that's that's not on the manager like at the end of the, like no, no, I think no, no, I, I think the thing we're the thing with Parkinson is Parkinson has worked under difficult circumstances before so in a way he's the best man for the job at that because he's coming into a situation where regardless of what we get told from above we all know the real crack we all know what's going on we all knew when they said oh we're going to we're going to spend X, Y, Z in January we all knew it wasn't going to happen so he's a perfect one because he just cracks on with it but at the end of the day look if if this bloke's serious about getting out of this division I'm not asking us to go and spend a fortune but the fact of the matter is like there's some glaring weaknesses in that team now, the big problem is we were told we were told when they came in we're not going to start chucking daft money around. Then you hear this week that Salford are going to contribute five grand a week towards Will Grigg. Contribute? So what the hell is he getting paid? And he can't even get in the squad. Yeah. 
and that's that, that's the worry. But looking ahead to the next few games, sort of wrap things up. Matthew, as we were walking to the ground tonight, we said we were quite confident about win tonight, and we thought, right, win tonight, and you do think we should be beating Tranmere, and you were treating Portsmouth as a little bit of a free hit as well because you, you know Portsmouth are really good at home and you know a decent side in the division. The fact that we drew tonight does put a different slant on that, lads. So I just want to go around quickly and get and get a gauge of these next two games. Tram me away. It's two away games. Tram me away. Pause the way. What do you think the minimum requirement is? Looking to, let's just say we are looking towards automatic promotion places, which we should be doing. Chris, what do you think the minimum requirement is? Requirement. I think four points. Yeah, I would say four points. The Greys, four points. Six. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well done, Lewis. The rock in the book. Yeah, you, you got another few, ten seconds. Say something outrageous. Um, Charlie Meffin was behind me today. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. he was. He was. He was in the box you and he fucking rot. <laughs> and he he got he got a bit of abuse as well. Rightly so, might I add. Probably some fruity language going in the direction of Charlie Meffin, which, by all reports, when the Netflix series comes out, is probably going to be. You know, worldwide sort of fruity language going in his direction. But we'll wait for that and hopefully we get back to winning ways against Tramme on Wednesday. Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday. Thanks for listening. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns